What is going on, everybody? It is Thursday, December 6th, and welcome to today's NFL podcast. I'm going to hit you with some NFL power rankings today. We're going to hit some quarterback rankings. We're going to do a special little story on the historic season of Patrick Mahomes. And I'm going to hit you with some Week 14 picks. So get ready. It's time to have some fun. But first, please take a second to listen from our sponsors. That's right. We're sponsored, baby. So take a second, listen to this ad, and we're going to jump into the show, I promise you. Thanks for listening to that sponsorship. Let's jump into it. It is week 14 prediction show. I'd like to welcome everybody that's listening for the first time and welcome back everybody who continues to listen to me. Remember, we are just growing. I know it's a little choppy now, but we're just getting bigger, baby. Thanks for all your support. As always, click on the link in the description box for my YouTube channel, please go to it, subscribe. And as always, email me at jeffowens21 at yahoo.com. Drop me a positive comment. Tell me that you like the show. If you don't like the show, if you hate me, want me to stop, I don't care as long as I hear from you. So let's jump into this news today for the NFL. The NFL announces nominees for the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. Go check that out at NFL.com to see who is representing your team. For the first time ever, the NFL will be giving each team, each team will be represented this year for the first time ever. So all 32 teams. So like I said, go check that out at NFL.com and see who the man on your squad is is up for the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. In other news, the Washington Redskins tweeted out today, they tweeted, on behalf of Alex Smith, we appreciate all of the concerns and prayers over the injury that had occurred on November 18th against the Houston Texans. Although this is a serious injury, we ask that everyone honors the Smith family request for privacy at this time. In case you guys haven't heard, there's a big story breaking. Um, Alex Smith had surgery. He had broken in that game, mentioned earlier, he broke his fibula and tibula, which he had surgery on Tuesday. Wednesday, when the doctors came in to check on him and make sure everything was good, they found out that he had a form of gangrene growing on his bone, a bone infection. So we're going to keep you updated on that. Right now they're saying, doctors are saying that almost 53% of people that get this infection lose a limb. I mean, that that would be huge. We've already got questions about Alex Smith already, whether I don't think he'll return after this one. I think he's done. It's sad. I'm a Kansas City fan, as always. We miss him here. You know, and I wish nothing but the best for him. But for to see him go out like this, it's, it's just a shame. But I will keep you updated on the Alex Smith story as I hear more. We also have more news on Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt has cleared waivers and is officially a free agent. So far in the three days that he's been a free agent, no team has showed interest in him, which is pretty pretty big. Now, keep in mind that if someone does get him, he'll be suspended for at least six games. First, for, So if he gets signed now, he would be suspended for the next six games, whatever. But he will also be put on the commissioner's exemption list until the investigation is complete, which it hasn't been yet, which is huge. 
But, uh, I mean, this is... This story's getting a little bit crazy as we're starting to hear. He's gotten in more trouble. He got in trouble here at the Mosaic in Kansas City where he put somebody in the hospital. And it's kind of snowballing for him, honestly, you know. It started to look good, then it started to look bad. But as ESPN says, you know, with situations like this and you watch the tape, you can see that it wasn't Kareem's first time he's probably done this before. It was just the first time that he's got caught. Now, I will say I do believe that he will play in the NFL again. I really do. you got to keep in mind he's 23. A lot of people are comparing him to the Ray Rice situation and that story, how everything unfolded. But Ray Rice was a has-been. His career was behind him at that point. I mean, he, he had no chance at the NFL. Whereas Kareem Hunt was the NFL league rusher last year, and he's only 22 years old. So he's still got plenty of career ahead of him. It's just all about how this is going to play out. And that was today's news. Time to move forward, baby. Keep listening. It's only getting more fun, isn't it? Los Angeles Chargers coach tells reporters that Melvin Gordon could return for Thursday's game against the Chiefs. That's looking like it's going to play out to have huge implications on that Thursday night game. As of now, the Chargers have lost three games. The Chiefs have lost two. So it's going to be a pretty interesting game. I mean, if the Chiefs lose to the Ravens and the Chargers show up, I mean, we're looking at a at what could have been a possible clinching Chiefs to a wild card Chiefs. I mean, that's just crazy to talk about. Also, the Saints, Michael Thomas out with an ankle injury. That's a huge loss for the Saints right there. If you watched any of the Cowboys versus Saints game last week, where the Saints lost their first game, first game since I think week two, I believe, something like that around there. Don't hold me to that, but uh, their run game was weak and it choked. So this is going to be a it's going to see how this is going to play out. Like I said, a lot of these teams are getting healthy when a lot of these teams are getting injured. If you looked at the Rams, they had twelve players that did practice this week. It's getting insane out there, but. Hold on for your pants because it's going to be a long ride. We're going to get into playoff scenarios, so stay tuned, baby. Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. (laughs) Oh, that's right, Jim Mora. We're talking about playoffs. Can you believe it? It is already that time. I just can't believe it. So the Rams are the first team to clinch a spot. They have won the NFC West title and will get a first-round bye with a win this week. The New Orleans Saints at 10-2 will play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at 5-7. If the Saints win, they will clinch the NFC South Division title. They need a win or a tie, or they can have the Panthers Lose or tie, and they got that one. Kansas City at 10 and 2 move on to play the Baltimore Ravens at home in Arrowhead at 7 and 5. The Kansas City Chiefs, with a win or a tie, will clinch the division. If Miami loses, Colts lose, and Tennessee lose or tie, they will also win the division right there. Patriots 9-3 versus the Dolphins. New England clinches the AFC East division title with win or a tie. They're going to have Houston Texans versus the Colts. 
Houston comes in at nine and three, and the Colts are coming in at a hot six and six. Houston clinches the AFC South division title with a win. Plus, they need a Titans loss or tie. Or they can have Houston tie and the Titans lose, and they will also take that division. Moving on to the Los Angeles Chargers. Coming in at 9-3 and three versus the Bengals, 5-7. and seven. The Chargers will clinch a playoff slot with a win or loss or tie from the Denver Broncos, the Colts, and Tennessee. So if the Chargers win, they're in, or that other scenario plays out, and they can also be in. That was your playoff scenarios for week 14. We're going to move on forward, keep it trucking here. We are going to move on to the power ranking segment. Let's get into that top 10. Jump on in. You know, you know that got you pumped up, didn't it? Coming in at number 10 on the power rankings is the Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore Ravens coming in at number 10 with a new quarterback that's came in for the last three games since Joe Flacco's been down. Moving on, number nine is your Seattle Seahawks coming in at number nine. Seattle, number eight. Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears on a four-game winning streak. They're coming at number eight. Number seven is your Pittsburgh Steelers. In reverse, the Steelers coming in off a three-game losing streak. Man, it's looking crazy out there. Maybe Big Ben could get it together. Coming in at number six is your Houston Texans. Texans lost their first three games, won their last six games. They're looking pretty decent going for that playoff clinch. Number five is your Los Angeles Chargers. Los Angeles Chargers will play the Kansas City Chiefs at Arrowhead on Thursday at 7 o'clock. That's a big game. Looking looking to see who's going to come out on top of that AFC West. That's right. Number four, New England Patriots. New England Patriots. Looking kind of sloppy the last two games, but they're hanging in there at a good old 9-3, and three, giving the Chiefs and the Steelers a run for that home field advantage in a first-round bye. We'll see. Number three is your Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs coming in number three, coming off that ugly game against Oakland, but it's all right. We're going to play at Arrowhead this Thursday, and as, as you know, as you know, we ain't been beating Arrowhead this year. It's hard to beat us. We're going to show up loud and proud and show them why we really number one. But I understand the three. Like I said, it was an ugly game. Coming in number two is your New Orleans Saints. I don't know how with a loss to the Cowboys when they played as horrible. I guess it's a defense keeping them in there. But I don't think – I don't agree with that number, number two spot at all. You know, you got – Five teams if behind them that all won their games. Chiefs won their game, but Saints lose, and they show up at number two. But that's the media. You know, us Chiefs fans are pretty used to that. So coming in at number one is the Los Angeles Rams. 
The Rams are number one. They have that. They have kind of like the Chiefs, as we saw. They got an explosive offense, but no D whatsoever. So good thing that that uh, power rankings what number uh, went on the defense because we know the Ravens are number one in the defense, not the Rams. So, but it's all about that offense this year. So we are moving on to your quarterback rankings now. That's right, your quarterback rankings coming in at number ten. Philadelphia Eagles quarterback Carson Wentz. Coming in number 10. Number 9, Houston Texans quarterback Deshaun Watson. Number 8 is Big Ben Roethlisberger. Number 7 is New England Patriots star quarterback and the GOAT, Tom Brady. Number 6, Andrew Luck and the Colts looking to clinch this week. Number 5, Jared Goff. Your phenomenal quarterback from the Los Angeles Rams. And as always, at number four, Seattle Seahawks quarterback Russell Wilson. Number three from your Los Angeles, I was about to say San Diego. That's I'm still getting used to that, so deal with it. You know, people mess up, and I sure ain't going to record this again. So number three from your Los Angeles Chargers, Phillip Rivers. From the New Orleans Saints, a guy who's always on top of this list is Drew Brees. Drew Brees looking really good this year, looking putting on a showing that he's a Hall of Famer, putting on a hell of a season. And at number one, from Kansas City, my quarterback, number fifteen, Patrick Showtime Mahomes. That's right, Mahomes having a hell of a season, setting a number one. Wrapping this week up with a number, another number one top. I don't think he's been out of the number one except for, I think, week three, week four. So he's pretty coming on top. But that was this week in your power rankings for week 14. Touchdown, Kansas City! That's right. I know you're used to hearing that if you're a Chiefs fan like me. We're going to break down the Patrick Mahomes historic season. This is for you, Chiefs fans, and everybody that's enjoying the Patrick Mahomes show. <laughs> that's right. I had to do it because he's the GOAT, at least the GOAT of this season, right? This is my favorite story of the day as a Chiefs fan to talk about. We're going to get into the little historic run that Patrick Mahomes is on. There are only four weeks left in the season. I know that is sad, isn't it? But check it out. On the other hand, this is, this is, it's giving us a look, man. It's actually giving us a look of what Patrick Mahomes has actually done this year. I mean, he's on pace for a historic season. It's incredible to watch. You know, I gave him, I knew this kid was going to be good. I get. I was giving him a season. Yeah, I figured if he didn't do it this season, that he was going to catch on. He was going to learn. I was wrong. This kid came out of the gate. I mean, he's. This is. This the kid has been amazing, at least to me. I mean, and it's been one of the biggest stories of the season by far. I mean, every time I'm watching about sports. I've always seen him say something about Patrick Mahomes at least every week. Everybody's talking about it. 
Now, I want you to keep in mind, I just said the media was talking about it, but this is, this is the same media that, this chief, that said the Chiefs made a huge mistake. They should have kept Alex Smith a little longer, at least for another year or two, let Mahomes set, marinate, and, you know, they said it. And they also said, you know, that he had no legs, he had no pocket presence, and he had a historic college career, at least senior season. But other than that, I mean, they, they said he had no shot. At least they said he, he wasn't going to be this. Let's just keep that in mind. He did, they did say that the Chiefs made a horrible decision going with him. They said Trubisky was, you know, up there, and they should have went with Trubisky. And I'm just happy the Chiefs picked a quarterback. I'm 35 years old, and this is the first time I've ever seen them draft a quarterback. They haven't drafted a quarterback since 1983, the year I was born. I mean, that's just amazing in itself when you think about it. So when the Chiefs made that move, I was so stoked. I mean, so stoked. And they never could have been so wrong. I mean, this kid, and I keep saying kid, and I emphasize it because I want you to keep in mind, he just turned 24 this year. 24, he played the last season, last game of the season last year. The Chiefs already won the playoffs, or clinched the playoff spot, my bad, going into the game with the Chargers, where Patrick Mahomes threw four touchdowns. But this is technically his first season, I mean, and the kid is, he's bad. He's bad. So let's take a quick look at what he's done so far going into week 14. They've only played 12 games, but let's see. Let's just see what he's done. He is currently leading the NFL in touchdowns with 41. He also is leading the league with adjusted yards attempts with 10.0. I mean, that's crazy. Somehow, though, he doesn't lead the league in passing. Big Ben passed him last week if you were watching that game. I think it's also because the Chiefs-Oakland game last week, as you saw, Patrick Mahomes missed a couple deep, or you know he would be winning that right now. I mean, with that, that was the first game without Kareem Hunt. Used to run in the RPO. I don't think Mahomes was comfortable at all back there running that with a new back, and he got so used to Hunt. So that's important. That's what happened there. Right now, he should... Blitz pass 4,000 yards this weekend easily. And, I mean, it would be a surprise if he doesn't hit 50 touchdowns by the end of this season. I mean, I, don't, I see him hitting 50 with one game left. That's just my opinion. With all that said, let's see where Mahomes currently stands historically. Okay, we're going to look at players that have done the same feats as him. Coming in at number eight is Kurt Warner in 1999. Peyton Manning did it in 2004 at number seven. Number six was Tom Brady. He did it in 2007. Aaron Rodgers comes in at number five. He did it in 2011. Number four is Drew Brees with the Saints. He did it in 2011. Peyton Manning did it in 2013, coming in at number three. Number two is Aaron Rodgers. 
2016 he did that. And now we're number one, Patrick Mahomes in 2008. The reason why everybody, I mentioned a whole top eight list of people who have done what he's done, I want you to keep in mind that the list of Warner, Manning, Brady, Rogers, Breeze, and Mahomes, everybody but Mahomes did it in 16 games, except for Aaron Rodgers, who played, they went 15-1, and one, so he set out the last game of that year, so he did, he did his in 15 games, because he set out week 16, so let that sink in for a second, Mahomes still has four games left, I mean, and that's insane, you know, Warner in 99, was the greatest show on turf, and he won the MVP. When when Manny did it in 2004, he destroyed the league and won the MVP that year. Brady in 2007, I want to say, was a Patriots, and that's the Patriots with Randy Moss, where he won the MVP. Rodgers actually, like I said, only played 15 games because the Packers went 14-1, and one, so Bruce set out, they clinched the playoffs. But he would have been the MVP that year if it wasn't for Rodgers. Manning, when he did it in 2013, he destroyed every record, I mean, imaginable with that Broncos team. So, so he's in some good, pretty good, you know what I mean, uh, company there, you know. Aaron Rodgers, when he did it in 2016, he kind of gave the shh button about everything else before him. But like I said, Mahomes is, I mean, he's in hes in territory, man. He, for With four games left, he's hes up there with those name, big names, Hall of Famers, you know what I mean? And this is, like I said, let it sink in. This is the first season. If he continues with everything I told you, he is actually on pace for over 5,000 passing yards with over 50 touchdowns and a pass, passer completion rating over 65%. And he's on pace to throw less than 15 interceptions, which Peyton Manning currently holds the NFL record for quarterbacks with 5,477 yards and 55 touchdowns. Now keep that in mind. He, Peyton Manning, Mahomes. You never thought you would put those two together, you know. So regardless, regardless to me and everybody else, I think that it's pretty clear to say that Patrick Mahomes is putting on one of the best shows that I've ever seen. And this is just his first season as a starter. Unbelievable. 24 years old. I mean, sometimes I think back and I say, what was I doing at 24? And I know it wasn't what Patrick Mahomes is doing. Boy, I wish he could. But if he finishes the way he started, he might get the Chiefs to that Super Bowl that we so longed for ever since Super Bowl number three and could possibly in the season with the Super Bowl ring. I cannot believe I, I just said those words. Chiefs, Super Bowls, haters gonna hate, right? Let them hate. I feel like we're gonna be the new New England Patriots with Patrick Mahomes stays like this. I think we'll get a lot of hate and I don't mind it right now, you know? I used to, I used to reply to everybody's comments on social media and now I'm just taking out the popcorn and enjoying the show so I mean either way like I said 
Kansas City has everyone watching us. Everybody's watching us, even the haters. And Patrick Mahomes has sent the media in a frenzy. And everybody that knows the Kansas City Chiefs or Kansas City Sports, regardless, you know, you know, and that's probably why you're listening to me, huh? Because we all know the media hates it when Kansas City's on top. I, we, you know that. You know that Kansas City has been hated in the media, so it feels great to see everybody talking about our studs. And as I'm going to add to that, I told people, it doesn't matter if we lost Kareem Hunt. Yes, it is a huge, huge loss, but we're not a team anymore where we just have one player. We have a whole squad. And, and just like the Royals, the Chiefs have proved that in Kansas City is starting to be the next man up. And I believe in Spencer Ware, and I really am happy to see Karkendrick West back on that Chiefs roster. I know he's going to step it up huge. You know what I mean? He's going to step up huge. But I want you to remember that us people in Kansas City, we will never forget what the media said when we first picked Mahomes. So haters, get off our bandwagon, baby. And that was the story that I wanted to tell y'all most. Big ups to Patrick Mahomes. Chiefs Kingdom stands behind you. Now let's go get that win Sunday against the Ravens, baby. Now let's move on to my favorite part of the show. I'm going to give you my week 14 predictions, baby. All right, all right, all right. As Matthew McConaughey once said, it's time to jump to my football predictions for week 14. Starting with tonight's game. It's going to be the Jags at 4-8 and eight versus the Tennessee Titans at 6-6. Six and six. You can catch that game on Fox tonight. I'm going to go with the Jags on this one. You guys know me. I love the underdog, so... You're going to be surprised this week. You'll be surprised. Moving on, we got the 6-6 six and six Colts versus the 9-3 Texans. The Texans on a five-game winning streak, but I got to end it against the Colts. That's right. I got the Colts with an upset. We got the 4-8 Falcons taking on the 4-7-1 and and Green Bay Packers. As you all know, the Green Bay Packers fired head coach McCarthy after taking them to the playoffs nine years and 13 seasons. So I am going to actually say that the Green Bay Packers are going to bounce back from this story and get a big win that they need over the Atlanta Falcons. That's right, Green Bay over the Falcons. Moving on to a rivalry game in the NFC East. It's going to be your Giants that come in at an ugly 4-8. and eight versus the Redskins at 6-6. Man, Odell Beckham Jr. has, watching the game last week, there was a fleet flicker. He threw it for 40 40 yards. It was the second 40-yard pass of the season. He actually has two passes that are longer than any touchdown Eli Manning has thrown this year. So if you're looking for a quarterback, people, OBJ's out there with this one. I'm gonna go with the, the, I'm gonna have to go with the Giants on this one. The Redskins haven't looked too good lately. Uh, had a broken leg by Alex Smith, fibula on Alex Smith, and then you had a broken fibula 
with uh, Cole McCoy last week. So they're with Mark Sanchez, and uh, we all know that's not good for the Redskins at all. So I'm going with the Giants over the Redskins. Moving on, we got the 3-9 and nine Jets versus the 4-8 Bills. I'm going to go with the New York Jets on that win right there. Panthers coming in at 6-6. Six and six. We'll be playing the Cleveland Browns at 4-7-1. and one. I'm going to go with the Carolina Panthers over the Browns. You all know I don't like Baker Mayfield now that he's in the NFL. They don't, he's just, I don't think he's the best. That's my opinion. But we'll move on. Next, we got the Patriots coming in at 9-3 playing the Miami Dolphins. And I'm actually going with the upset people, and I'm saying Miami is going to beat the Patriots. They've surprised me the last three times I've watched them play each other, and I'm, I'm going to have to go with the Dolphins on this one, man. The last three years, they played them hard, so they don't take it easy. I'm going with the Dolphins with the upset over the Patriots. We got the Ravens coming in at 7-5 and five at Arrowhead versus the 10-2 and two Chiefs, and I will never pick against my Chiefs. I'm going to pick the Chiefs on that one. With that being said, this new quarterback for the Ravens has surprised me. So it's going to be a good game seeing that you got one of the best offenses in the, in the league playing the best defense in the league. This is where we'll really get to see if Kansas City is as good as they say they are, which I'm biased on that one. Saints coming in at 10-2 and will play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at 5-7. and I'm going with the Saints to win that game. The Bengals coming in at 5-7 and are playing the Los Angeles Chargers who are coming into that game 9-3. I'm going with another upset, and I'm picking the Bengals over the Chargers. Write that one down. You'll tell me Monday that, damn, Jeff, you know what you're talking about. The 6-6 six and six Broncos play the 49ers. We all know how that's going to go. I believe at this point the 49ers are tanking so they can get those first-round picks. So I'm going to go ahead and take the Broncos. The Philadelphia Eagles at 6-6 six and six will play their division foes, the Dallas Cowboys coming in at 7-5. and five. And Cowboys, sorry, the momentum's over. I'm not jumping on your bandwagon like ESPN has. And I believe that the Philadelphia Eagles will show you who the real kings of the NFC East are. And they are going to show you with a win. That's right. Next, we got the Lions Versus the Cardinals. Lions coming in at 4-8 and eight playing the Arizona Cardinals at 3-9. and nine. I'm going with the upset here. I believe, I believe that the Cardinals are tanking too, but I think that they're going to win this one just because the Lions are not that great this year either. Steelers coming in at 7-4-1 and one are going to play the Oakland Raiders at 2-10. and 10. Now listen to me. This is my big upset. If Oakland Raiders play like they played against the Kansas City Chiefs last week, they will beat the Steelers. I still have the Steelers losing the next three out of four, and that being one of them. So please write that that one down, too, and remind me Monday because you're going to say, once again, Jeff really knows what he's talking about, and i got to keep listening to him. That's right, Oakland Raiders over the Steelers. Last game is your 11-1 Rams versus the 8-4 and four Bears. And I'm sorry to tell you this, Rams fans, but uh, I got a little heat with you ever since you beat the Chiefs. So I pick against you every week, and I am picking the Bears over the Rams. Listen up, guys. As always, thank you for listening. 
Your guys' support has been awesome this last few weeks, you know, with my YouTube channel and all this going on. Everything's new. I'm upgrading a lot of stuff, so we're going to get the sound quality up, all this. I'm still learning, but I really, really thank you guys for all the support and listening and coming to my cast and even giving me a chance. You guys have been nothing but awesome, and I really do appreciate it. Like I said, show me some love on YouTube also, and... You can email me at jeffowens21 at yahoo.com. Give me some words of encouragement. Go hit that subscribe button on whatever you are listening to this podcast on. I love you guys. And until again, have a great week and get ready for some football tonight, baby. Thank you guys so much.